know, with the Trump movement and this and that. And there's probably that's probably true. I mean, because Alberta has wanted to separate for a long time. And uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I know it's like the population density is way different between the states and Canada, but like the size of Alberta would be the size of like the Pacific Northwest in its entirety. Like if there's like. <laughs> Like it's like crazy. It Washington, Oregon. Yeah, like all of that and Montana and, <laughs> and Montana, Wyoming, like Wyoming mixed together. Yeah, mixed together. Be, yeah, about about the size. Yeah, they, uh, yeah as Americans, we don't under, really understand like sometimes yeah, the could, scope could of be a like size the reference, especially the uh, especially <laughs> yeah, like, Western. When Canada, I was on the you know? road, we would we would we you could like tour just out west alone and <laughs> make a living like right. when it was hot <laughs> and it was on fire in the bar scene. Yeah, and you would still travel like. 10 hours in between each gig yeah <laughs> so, yeah it's like damn yeah well we don't want to forget the plug uh but... you know chade's got a new song out you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. you want to tell him about it a little bit you want to say talk about your song yeah uh yeah it's a country song yeah it's, it's a good country uh, song called whiskey sweet whiskey and um i heard it the other you night you can find it on all the digital outlets there you go let's and, plug uh, that real quick your various yeah i'll maybe play it later Maybe I'll roll the show out. Yeah, give it a spin later. Yeah, and then, uh, let everybody yeah, hear it. That's yeah, a great country awesome. song. I, I heard it. The fastest one that ever, fastest whole, um, you know, the whole the whole thing came together so quick. The writing hmm. came together. Yeah. Like, it was like 80 minutes. I, I got it out, like writing oh, it. Oh, really? And then, yeah. Well, well, of course, crazy. then you got to work the arrangement. <laughs> I mean, when I go, I go hard, right? So, right. like, you know, when I say it was the easiest one, it's like, 14 well, hours well good songs rate themselves yeah. isn't that what they say <laughs> so like, what they say <laughs> typically how long does it take you you know on average to kind of get a song down and at least get a recording of well it? it's well now that i have to do everything all the mm. editing and then like yeah, if yeah. i have a if everything is on the computer running right and i'm not running into cpu issues and all that crap and mm. power issues which this time was really good and because I, I got a new hard drive in my main Mac, I kind of got it rebuilt, and so that it, everything went really smooth on that end, which made it. And then I found an incredible <coughs> guitar me. player in Louisiana, and I found, and That's I've been great. using this drummer in Louisiana as well. He's incredible. He's got great, got the best drum tones I've ever heard. Yeah, so the, 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 if you the have song like is great. that, like it's hard to. As long as I got the arrangement, and I got, mm. and then I have to get it absolutely perfect. True. To a click track on the uh, with my acoustic and my vocal, so the drummer will get that. He'll yeah. get me with my acoustic guitar, and then yeah. I have to work with him to try to yeah. to to build the arrangements of mm-hmm. where I want all the fills and where I want that. So that's usually the hardest part. Now yeah. that I have this guitar player, it, he's incredible, and he's set up with like he can. For instance, like I can't, I couldn't play electric guitar. Because I'm in a fourplex and I can't. You have to be so loud to get a good tone, and I can't All do right. it. And I'm, I did it on a bunch of my other stuff, but it was so stressful. And that's I was not like, something Man, you just, can I'm do like this. post recording. So I wrote basically all the main licks and all the main parts to mm-hmm. it, and he played it perfectly for me. And then he added his own stuff, which was right. great. And it, if you listen to it, you'll hear it sounds like a steel guitar. That's all him yeah. on guitar. Let me yeah. let me ask you this question about you know the, the that process of making music. Um, do you think it's do you think it's a little bit more difficult when you have to do it like far far away from each other like virtually or how you know and sending tracks and then, yeah it's weird you know, because because um, don't you think you get a little bit more energy because it's the bounce back of communication right yeah Take and time. if you're in a room with someone I can just go on the drum right. kit 
Yeah. It, and yeah. I'm a shitty drummer, but at least I can they can <laughs> you know, I like can convey can, my idea and then four, it's four there, time right? on there. It's like within seconds <laughs> you can tell them what you want. And mm-hmm. like in Nashville, I, I tell people all the time, like it kind of made me um I wouldn't say a worse musician, but it kind of it didn't really make me a better musician because in the studios you always had the best players in the world right and now i'm i've got to do everything on my own which is fucking awesome dude because normally one song will cost like 3500 bucks and now i'm at the point where i can like i can get a song out for 700 bucks canadian because i can i'm doing all the editing i'm doing all the mixing i'm doing all that and so so, it's more legwork it's more tedious but it saves a lot of money and you can put out more songs so this one this one it turned out this was like probably the most (laughs) pain-free one there's still a lot of stuff obviously you you go through like i think by the final mix i had mixed it 86 times (laughs) and so i have to bounce it down to an mp3 Okay. And then right. you know, play it in different stereos. My truck stereo, my car, different yeah, headphones. Because yeah. every single headset True. is different. You're gonna right. get a different True. sound, right? Yep. So, hmm. I uh, I just really focused on mixing it to what everybody today is listening mute to music through. So it would be like What's just the laptop common? speakers yeah. or just like Six, your Bose headphones. Yeah. And so, headphones, yeah. you know, it's a mixture. But I, yeah, this this came out really fast and I, I'm really I'm really happy with it. And I'm That's really awesome. happy with yeah. the mix. And, yeah. Digging it and up. And um, <clears throat> I think the hardest part, of it, honestly, is always like it's, I always leave pace for a lot. Yeah. And it's just, man, it's so hard to find <laughs> a fucking bass player that just won't butch butcher your fucking song really like, it's like it, what, why is, is that bass player i don't want bass to all over my fucking song oh, i don't yeah. like the, it's a song it, listen to it <laughs> i used to play bass and i i didn't really play too too much just like rock music or you know anything like that i played a lot of ska music because the bass parts were actually intricate enough to where it like i wouldn't feel the need to like step outside because like good songs like look at the bass parts i'm like that's really simple that doesn't mean it's bad it's really good it's what you should do but then it's like i kind of imagine you get a bass player it's like ah check out this riff and you're like well that doesn't really work with what we're doing like i get what you're doing but it's like, right. i don't know if it was something like that or another bass issue hmm. what's wrong with what's the bass getty yeah. lee was a bass player true it's yeah uh, well, <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> so it's, you know, uh, the hardest part for people is, is just this, what separates being part of the band professional mm-hmm. is somebody and, and no matter what instrument you're playing or yeah. what piece of your role is within the song is if you always do your best for the song, that's what makes you a professional. Yeah, that's it right. that's as easy as it gets right. and that's the hardest thing for people to understand. Yeah. Right. And that's why those guys in Nashville that make a living playing in those studios they understand that and they play for the song and mm-hmm. it's just so hard for people to, right. to grab that and that's that's what makes you a pro yeah. and you don't have to you don't have to be making a living playing right. that because it's almost impossible to do it unless you're <laughs> yeah. in Nashville yeah. right. and you're, it's a core bunch of guys and they're amazing but that's what separates but, you could be anywhere in the world you know, and if you know how to play for the song and you understand what the song needs and that's right. what I'm, I've really matured in that whole area as a producer and as an arranger. Like I, mm-hmm. I, 
I understand now that letting things breathe and letting yeah, just, it, but it depends. Sometimes the song calls for a little bit more action, but right. it, so that's the hardest part is just finding like I've now that I got this guitar player, he's fucking incredible, and of course, me and a guitar player are going to be able to communicate so easy, right? Right, because you're guitar player, I understand right. that world. <laughs> yeah, but drums. Like this guy I've got playing, he's he he's just a great fucking person, and he will do whatever it takes to get it done, no matter if it's fifty times. This time he did he did it his first take, it worked, and that's the one I went with. I think he did it three or four times after, but the first take was the one I went. Yeah, good. It was great. And it had had some had some you know obviously there's there's some things in it, and and then normally what people do in Nashville Hmm. is what people don't understand. This this is the biggest. The engineer, the editor, the person running Pro Tools who's taking the tracks, they are actually should they deserve a musician credit because normally they're taking the performance mm. and they're cutting and they're pacing right. it and they're putting it perfectly to the grid. And that's what yeah. I've had to do a lot. Right. Like I had to do that with the bass track and I had to move things. I had to do like mm. 22 incisions on it and okay. move it. And then you've got to get your, you've got to fade out perfectly. Otherwise you're going to hear pops and clicks throughout the track. When yeah, it's playing. Yeah. And it's so funny because my ears are so attuned to that now that when I listen to stuff on the radio you and hear I'm it? so hard on it, I, I hate <laughs> them. Fucking got a click right there. So I can hear it. I can hear them on the radio and I can hear them on these number one songs. I hear the clicks and the pops yeah. and I'm like, okay, I don't feel so bad now if, yeah, I, if right? there's a couple in my song. And the average person's not going to hear it. Right. Right. Yeah, true. True. It's yeah, it's, true. Uh, so there's probably a lot that you have to do. But like, me, when, when you when you yeah. when you were creating I guess, the, this song here with with your guitar player and your drummer, yeah. did you guys ever like set up virtually and play together and kind of work oh, no, it out? Never. No, I never do so that shit because I'm writing the song. Like, here's the thing: where I'm at right now in the role, I I, I don't like everything goes it has to go through me i can't have any outside influence what i bring to the table to the drummer is what has to stay okay. that's it okay that's so the, the arrangement and that's that's not being arrogant it's just like right. when you're leading yeah. a song you can't have multiple people yeah. telling you what they think it should have no. you won't get anywhere dude. you'll right. be second guessing everything yeah all the fucking i guess i can time. see what you're talking it's about it's like this is what it is and that's why i live with these songs Right. For for a while, like I got a new one right now. Like I got seven ready to roll, but I've, I'm almost finished writing this new one, which I'm going to get out to the drummer, and hopefully it'll be out in a month or so. And cool. but I'm living with it now. So like I've played it four four days in a row, and I've taped it, and then I bring it up and listen, play it in the car, whatever. And it, now it's like probably ninety eight percent there. Everything's written, but it's right. always the arrangement. It's how the arrangement has to go. Everything is based on the arrangement because the arrangement dictates where the drum fills are going to go. It dictates where the main hooks, everything, everything boils down to the arrangement. Yeah. I I agree with uh, you on that. I mean, I've heard some, 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 you know, some of the, some of the best songs in the world are arranged beautifully. (laughs) Yeah. And and it really uh, comes into that, into into that piece, you know, you know, people people forget, you know, they're like, Oh, you're a band and this and that but it's like once you become a songwriter not just a songwriter but you're an artist right. and you understand it that's uh that's a beautiful thing because you don't need anybody else you don't need anybody's outside influence on it i'm right. not saying that i would never work with producers that'd be great but i've just been alone for so long and i, I right. and, and just the way it has to be i mean i had to yeah. earn my way into the into the right to be able to do that right. that's just through hard work and dedication you just don't do that overnight right you know what i mean right 
that's a lot yeah, of you've been uh, you've been practicing the craft out, they yeah. call it and just absolutely dedicating yourself to it and right and uh and and like i said this one came easy this was but it normally doesn't come this easy but they've been coming easier easier oh, writing good, it huh? so that's a good thing. hopefully now like the arrangements there uh, he'll hear the yeah. drum pattern and then we'll just go back and forth and he's a joy for me to talk to too because right. he's such a good well, that dude. makes it they're from louisiana too, yeah. and they're great fucking dudes oh, they're down just there. good they're yeah awesome, they're just good so. they're just good guys yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's good. That uh, helps but yeah, too, that's kind of the insight of what it is. But it, like when I say Nashville kind of made me a lazier uh, musicians because <laughs> it, everything was there. I had the best engineer, the best person on the computer. Okay. I never had to learn any of that. All I had right. to do was focus huh. on writing the song and singing it. And yeah. then if I was if I was slightly off out of the pocket, they could just move it. You yeah. know what I mean? True. Right. Yeah, you can just yeah. fix it or right they, there. Or they yeah. would tune it, or they would tune the vocal if it was a little bit out. And there's not one bit of tuning True. on my shit. Like so, like yeah. it has to be there. Like it, you have to get the performance down. Yeah. And there's no moving of the vocal. And I'm not saying it's perfect, but it, it's it works. Like I said, that's I think that's the, the truth of music. Listening, though. they don't hear what I hear. Yeah. They're not listening for the mistakes. They're not listening for the critiques. They're they're hearing the song. They're engaged in it, and they're they're feeling the vibration off it. And if the mix is right, nobody's gonna know a thing, right? So right, yeah, yeah. I, anyway, I, don't mean to ramble on, but it no, just, no, it's no, a no, it's, it's, thing it's, with it's, me. So. Yeah, no, I, well, I'm enjoying this conversation actually pretty much. Yeah, it's, Always like yeah. hearing about the the craft of of creating that's, music. That's why you, know? you see bands break up. Because normally, ninety fucking five percent of the time, band break up because there is a huge fight within the arrangement of the song, and that's it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's, you know, it's like, like how many think, bands are still together? That just, it, but do you think that you know, ego gets in the way sometimes too? Like you know, well, maybe, maybe the there's band. you know ego? just a couple guys who are writing all the songs and. You know, oh yeah, you know? absolutely. Like I, like I think you know. I just kind of said like I, I have to be the guy. I have to be in control of all of it. Well, right. I'm a solo artist. So it makes right. sense, and right. I'm doing all the roles. But right. yeah, that'd be tough in a band, especially when you got, you know, you got a bunch of really creative people, but you got the main songwriter. But normally, like in really good bands, like mm. ah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. It's hard to say because I've never really been in a band like that. So right. I've always been on my own. But yeah. From what I know of people that have been in bands and my favorite bands that have broken up, for sure, it's always it's it's a mixture of everything. Yeah. A lot of the times, it's a mixture of uh, direction, yeah. where where they want to take the band, right? So right. it's not oh, yeah. necessarily yeah, it's true. They, uh, I guess song, a good example of that would be would would be Van Halen. You know, when David Lee Roth van, left Van Halen, you know that was, you know, Dave wanting to stay. You know, the the fun. You know, Van Halen. You know, party rock band. And Eddie wanted to yeah. start doing other things besides yeah. just playing the guitar and branching out sure. into yeah. You know, well, like, and, like, why not? Because why like, not? You, but yeah, it's, it's writing hit pop songs is yeah. not easy. It's the hardest thing to do, no matter what anybody tells you. Like right. it's and you know, fucking Eddie's an incredible writer. <laughs> he's God, amazing, and he always said he goes, he goes, head, he, he's know. like, I would rather be you know more respected for you know what I've done as far as writing and, and arranging and, and other things in the music business. And instead, you know, he goes, I'm good at the guitar. Yes. We all know that, you know? <laughs> yeah. But one thing I love about his playing and why he's, I, I just, I love, I love his playing and is he is 
the greatest guitar player or whatever, right? right. But he knows how to play for a fucking song. He right. knows Yeah, exactly. He yeah. can't just go eruption on every solo. And if he right. does do that, you better believe it's going to be a great melody. The guy's he's got melody. Oh, right. That's the difference between yeah. Eddie and and uh other incredible guitar players there's guys in the country world that are absolutely great players but i can't stand their playing because they and it's just like man you just you butchered the song you like you went and you went fucking crazy on this guitar solo and in my right. opinion it just didn't call for it but i mean right. it's just a, it's an opinion yeah i've heard that too i'm like yeah this is this is know. not really necessary in this song i've heard that myself you know <laughs> like, yeah it doesn't really one, fit one why did you go for that i will say is really fucking incredible who's a really incredible uh country guy is keith urban that guy he knows how to write and i don't and i know he's very open like he's i think he's got like three or four guitar players like the best guitar players playing on his shit too and he's incredible we all know that but he he plays for the song and and that's a true professional that's why yeah. he's had the success he's had because yeah. he he understands and there i'm not going to name the other people that i'm like fuck you know like i don't really think they're playing but uh, well <laughs> why, why might as well like i'm not a huge i think brad paisley's incredible i think he's a great player but I, he is a, a lot of times a very, i listen and i'm like good, wow i just he is an excellent guitar so player much, yeah. In my opinion. But <laughs> yeah i saw him play with peter frampton when i worked on the jackson and and i was like god damn <laughs> like goddamn, he's good. Oh, he's you incredible, know? right? Yeah, yeah, again, just like, a really good guitar player. You can get yeah. away with that live, but yeah. again, you you got you're restricted for three minutes, and you and in that three minutes of a song, it's up. To, yeah. It's you know you you've got to and and especially with a guitar solo, you've got like thirty seconds tops, right? Right. But I mean, like, listen, the guy's amazing. I would never say he's a bad yeah. guitar player. He's fucking blow me out of the water. He's yeah. incredible. But yeah. when it comes down to the song, some stuff I hear, I'm like, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't always oh, dig really? the song for sure. Sometimes it's like, eh, it's kind of lame. You know, and, yeah, I'd and say that a comes good down majority. To, does he of have them. somebody telling him? Maybe, right. maybe you should do something different. Because I mean, maybe that all comes to ego too, right? Yeah. I think uh, maybe it's like, oh no, this is the way it's going to be, and that's the way I want it. And so, right. a lot of guys can't be. Uh, they can't be true to uh, themselves. They're not open to that, right? Yeah, so maybe they're not that true to themselves. They're maybe not they're... open to a different suggestion. Like, I don't, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I've never been in the studio with them. Yeah. But you can just kind of tell on the tracks. When I listen to a Keith yeah. Urban song, I know no matter who's playing that, they're playing for the song, and his solos are just—they're really tasteful and soulful. And uh, right, yeah, that's it. That's so it. I guess so, you could say that. You know, it's a band's breaking up and all this stuff. It comes down to 99% uh, ego and not playing for the song and 1% or one percent Yoko. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that happens once. Yeah. Yoko. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to yeah. get her. I, I don't know about the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much all that plays into it. There's a lot of... That's but yeah. I don't know. She broke that's, up the Beatles. And that's sad, right? Like a great band. <laughs> I actually think yeah. that... You've got to fuck it up because of... I don't know. I, I saw. Like, I, I uh, started watching the drugs or alcohol. Yeah. I mean, that's a big factor too in it. Yeah, but, uh, it is. Yeah, I started watching. I can understand that. the creative end. Like, if you break a band up over the creative end, that's totally fair. Right. That's totally legit because 
you know, that's it's bound to happen. You're bound to grow out of a relationship with your, and a lot of these bands have been together for since they've been kids, right? Right. Like yeah. teens, Friend. college Friend. or high yeah. school, and they yeah. grow up, and then they make, they get successful, and they put out great records, and then other like usually it will be like the lead singer or something wants to take the band in a new direction, and the band's not willing to do that. Right. Well, that, it's going to be chaos. Yeah, those bands like, well, that do make it are there aren't. It's incredible because there aren't many of them. Like it's only it's because the odds of that happening is it's pretty reasonable that yeah people even if they're they have a good dynamic might come to some creative differences because like you said you grow as a person you don't just stay the same like even when you're playing in a band so maybe you want to branch out to something else that somebody else doesn't want to. And that's a reason. So, like, yeah. anytime a band stays together for a really long time, like it's it's unusual yeah. because it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I if think... you have a band like if you have a band like let's just use the Stones for example. Yeah. They have two main songwriters, so yeah. they're going to be in charge of what they want on those songs, and then that's you know. And so I don't think the guys in the band are going to be like, well, no, the guys in the band are going to play for the songs because they know the two songwriters are, mm -hmm. are Keith and Mick, right? Yeah. So yeah. when you start writing songs as a band, I think that's where the trouble comes in. Okay. It's like, oh fuck, right? Right. So, yeah, it's it's too many hands well, yeah. in the pot. I, I understand that, but don't but but don't you still think that you know some things inside of like you know in that recording process when they're doing it together, that there's a little bit of improvisation. You know, I mean, I'm sure you know. You know, Ron Wood has said, "Hey, you know, why don't we slop up this guitar a little oh, sure. bit and make it a little yeah, sleazier?" Sure. Like, I, don't, you know? I don't think those guys yeah. would. No, like, I, yeah, not, not but at still all. Still like, for I the mean, songs, knowing what the song needs. Like, you have to go back to, to the do. like you're but saying. It, they're not. I think you gotta have the person who makes the overall decision of right. what's because Ron Wood's gonna play like ten different things and they're gonna pick what they want in it. Right. right? Right, but I'm just saying, you know, you know the I mean, reason but there's why like... Led Zeppelin was so successful is because Robert or uh, Jimmy Page controlled the whole thing. Yeah, he knew he he, he produced. He, well, he, he produced. Knew, uh, John Paul Jones knew, did a lot of the arrangements, wrote, though. But... Did, but he was the guy in control. He right. knew the end result. He was the guy that went, "Okay, it's ready to go now. This is what yeah. we need you to do." And he gave, but that didn't mean he was sitting there saying. Robert Plant, hey, don't write this lyric, don't do this and that. No, man, he gave all those guys. Uh, Robert Plant wrote a lot of those do. songs. You got to give them the the, the freedom. But yeah, he was yeah. the end guy to go. Okay, this is the this yeah. is the arrangement we're going with. This is the tracks we're going to use. I don't know. I don't you got to have that one guy. I don't know what you can say it. about Led Zeppelin, but there was there was definitely some kind of magic involved inside of that band. You know, I mean, I've listened to some all black the, magic. Uh, maybe, <laughs> who knows? Maybe, maybe they sold their soul. Who knows? But I mean, it's it's pretty amazing there was what a movie they about that. what they created as a band. You know, I mean, as far as you know, best, and just all the right pieces. And the, how can you? How can anybody? I don't know. Like, it's the greatest sound in rock yeah. ever. In my opinion, and, it's, like, and some of it's not it's even rock amazing. and roll. Some of it's not even it's really amazing. rock and roll. It's just music. You know, when I hear it, sometimes it's like this is just yeah, music. It's not you know? beholden to like a certain sect of like this is rock or this is country or this. Is jazz, it's right. like kind of it's it's just it's, it's, yeah. everything. it's everything. It's 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 music, you know. And, you know, and, and when and I when every I, every every person in that band, their role meant so, so much. much. Yeah, that's yeah. why they stopped. That's, that's why right. they. That's I mean, I heard an interview. I think with both Robert Plant and Jimmy Page said we'll never go out as Led Zeppelin again because John Bonham's yeah, not can. here. Yeah, it Bonham's not here. Right. So even after we broke same. up, no. you know, and he died. That that's the sense. reason pretty much we broke up. You know, Robert wanted to do his own thing. Jimmy wanted to do his own thing. You know. 
Yeah, sometimes yeah, well, that happens though. People try to come back and it's just you don't have the same sound and it just doesn't work out. At that point, it's like almost worse than if you had just left it, you know, left it on a high note. I don't even, I don't think The Who is ever, they should have probably not when I noticed The Who after Keith Moon died. Oh I mean, my God. Yeah. Much, like I what Keith Moon did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. again, another drummer that. John Entwistle. Just I mean, as important. Yeah. Just, John yeah, all those guys. Yeah, just he was just important. important he was just important to the Who. Like, they know? all needed. That was like those were bands, man. Yeah. That was a band. Like yeah. each person Sabbath, meant so you know? much yeah, to yeah. the song and to the their their. their I agree. Uh, talent lended it, and it like you take one guy out of the puzzle, it's not the band anymore. It's right. just not. Yeah, it's true. I mean, well, Van Halen did all right with Sammy, you know, and. And Black Sabbath, you but know. But that was a whole that was that was a whole different thing, though. They they revamped themselves. That's true. They, that they, is true. they, 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 they didn't try to be Van Halen. Halen. One, oh, uh, right? Yeah. They, they they said, "Hey, Eddie said this is my chance to reinvent showcase this band. my songwriting ability, and I finally got a singer that's willing to go where yeah, I, I want to go. These yeah, songs it's very and true. Can go. David Lee Roth can't go where Sammy Hagar." Sammy Hager's yeah. a fucking whole different, yeah, he's, whole different machine, right? Yeah, like, he's definitely he's a genius amazing. fucking... He's still singing like a motherfucker yeah, at his he's, age. You <laughs> he's know, incredible. He's definitely one of my favorites. Too, but two different bands, really. Right. You take that lead singer out, you, you got two different bands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely. There is definitely a distinction between the two. But, you know, I mean, even with the, you know, like when I talk about Black Sabbath and after Ozzy left and Ronnie James come in and did the, you know, those two records with them, phenomenal records and the live record, but they made that transition, and then and then Ronnie James was, you know, well, he he wanted to do his own thing, and of course yeah. we ended up with his solo well, stuff, which was great the, too. Uh, we all seen the disaster when Axl Rose tried to go out yeah, with Guns N' Roses without <laughs> Slash and everybody, <laughs> everybody talking about it. Just a fucking joke, like. Uh, yeah, nobody it, wanted to see it. Everybody like, washed up was the thought that yeah, I had. Like, exactly. Like, Nobody's like, well, if I'm going to go see Guns N' Roses, I want to see the band Guns N' Roses. Yeah. And then even I mean, like you can you can take Stephen Adler out of it, really. Like, yeah. I mean, well, I he was out of it. He was argue that. But, yeah. Because like Matt Sorum had such a huge impact on Use Your Illusions. And oh those my records gosh. Were yeah. Because Adler was fucking out, fucking on drugs. Out of Guns N' Roses. I'm sorry. No, no, you can't, and not yeah. Duff either. <laughs> Duff McKagan has a very unique fucking bass style playing going on too. You know, he's so oh, he's man. so influenced he's, so he's, much uh, music. You know, with punk one of, and one of the last original like. Yeah. Uh, guys that you can put on and identify and go, I know that's Slash, that's Slash playing. Yeah, you so know, true. Just like you can tell, like Eddie, you can go, oh, it's Eddie, yeah. that's Slash, you know, you can, you can hear that. Uh, yeah, it's very true. You know, just stand out. Fucking and South Park it, You know, I know a lot of people, you know, in the in the rock world say he's a, a sloppy, terrible player. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. He could write, his guitar solos were hit songs in, the, in their own right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? In and of themselves, yeah. you know. But, yeah, uh, that's true. Bundeslauch. Yeah. yeah. Well, here, that's let's take part. a break. I'm going to roll out with your song here, Chade, all right? I know. When's, when, right. I thought you said Mom was making dinner tonight. Let's <laughs> see. Typical Canadian yeah, dinner. Yeah, I'm still waiting for her to text me back. Yeah. So let's see. What's she making over there? Let's see she, she have to go Canadian and hunt bacon. it down? <laughs> What's that? She have to go out and hunt it down and kill it? And oh, skin yeah, it? you get caribou? <laughs> <laughs> Up there in Alberta. I wish. Uh, up there, yeah. up there in Alberta. Uh, well, oh, so yeah, you, you'll be happy to know that you know we do uh, on the on the truck that I work on. We we do a, a southern poutine. Southern poutine. Yeah, we do it with. Uh, we, That's we, just biscuits and gravy. No, nah, yeah. we do uh, we do pimento cheese. Okay. And we scoop it out there like little like the cheese curds. 
And then huh. we put uh, pulled pork on top, and then we take the, the pork gravy and then hit it with coleslaw. Damn. All right. Yeah, yeah. that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> so for the for our Canadian brothers out there. Anyway, I'm going to roll out on this song. Canadian fusion. Because <laughs> I really got to go to the bathroom, so. Oh, yeah. Actually, but yeah. Um, any, any setup you want to give to this song? Whiskey, sweet whiskey? Oh, no, I think I already talked about yeah, it enough. Talked yeah, talked about it enough. All uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody likes Let's it, punch the button here. ITunes, like, we might get a commercial. Oh. And, uh, that'd be awesome. Every little bit helps. There it is. Shade Biggs, whiskey, guess. sweet whiskey. You guys all enjoy.
So, I like it. There you have it, uh, Chade Biggs with uh, Sweet Whiskey, Sweet Whiskey. So we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Support Chade on all your favorite platforms. <laughs> 